0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spore the Warning podcast. This is review number 709 with our review of Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. I'm Chris Trishnese. And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spore the Warning podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest films coming to a theater near you um, this week. Uh, you know, we're taking it easy. We thought we'd go light. Um, you know, not too long ago, saw a little uh, trailer before one of the Alamo things that we saw for this little... Uh, you know, this little movie about a little shell, just looking for community and stuff. And uh, yeah, it seemed like a fun thing to check out. Um, Stephen, were you familiar with any of the shorts or anything that had existed um, prior to us finding out about this trailer?
1: Uh, only in that I knew they existed. Like Jenny Slate in interviews or podcasts or whatever had mentioned the mainly the children's book series because each of the shorts also had an associated book that they made, uh, like an illustration of Marcel. Um, but no, I hadn't seen any of them. I only watched them after watching the movie. In fact, I watched two and a half out of three of them uh, before it was time to record
0: tonight. <laughs> so okay. I haven't actually seen all of them. <laughs> and are these just uh, like on YouTube or something? They are, yeah. They're, they're on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll wait till the end. You can t- say if they're worth checking out. <laughs> yeah, I will say
1: they are extremely similar to the opening of the movie uh which is kind of the vibe that i got watching the movie too that it was opening with the format that the short would be
0: yeah yeah that makes sense um well we're going to take a listen to the trailer for marcel the Shell with shoes on and then come back and give everybody a review all right so i'm
1: making like a little documentary
2: oh it's like it's a like, movie but nobody has any lines and nobody even knows what it is while they're making it
0: mm. no mm. Mm. Tell me about what's life like.
2: It's pretty much common knowledge that it takes at least 20 shells to have a community. My cousin fell asleep in a pocket, and that's why I don't like the saying, everything comes out of the wash. Because sometimes it doesn't, or sometimes it does, and they're just like a completely different person. So it's actually only two of us now. Myself and my grandmother, Nana Connie, we like to watch 60 Minutes because Leslie Stahl is fearless. Nana, make the noise. Sometimes I find my mind wandering, thinking, what would my family think? Do you think they could be out there? Marcello let's forget about being afraid. Just take the adventure. Okay, well, let's do it. So long, Hi everybody, it's Marcel. I'm recording this video because I'm looking for my family. No I don't know any more. Marcel Lachelle mm-hmm. and the search for a family reunited. Ah. Marcel, how long has it been since you've seen your family? I couldn't tell you, but the space in my heart gets bigger and louder every day. Mm-hmm. Dean, do you know how long? That's two years. Two years? Yeah. Oh, that's nice to know. There's so many places that they could be. Marcel the shell with shoes on. Whoa. You are beautiful. There must be so many others like me. got to go. Not that I don't like Arthur. Not no. Oh my god. Arthur. No. No. Arthur. Oh.
0: All right. So, uh Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is sort of this uh, fictional documentary uh where this man is currently staying at an Airbnb where he has discovered that there is this small shell named Marcel um that is living in that Airbnb and he decides to start following it around and seeing what it's life like, what's the life of being a shell, um, and sort of, uh, yeah, just (laughs) forms this bond with this little shell as the shell tries to think fondly about the community that uh, it has lost. Stephen Miller, what did you think about Marcel the Shell with Shoes On?
1: I thought Marcel the Shell with Shoes On was very, 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 very cute. Um, It... there honestly, this may be a very short review because i don 't know how much there is to say about how cute it is because this is a little it 's a wisp of a movie it 's a little ray of sunshine right This is a movie that yeah. is just like a it is jenny slate's voice it's like a a whisper and it 's rapid fire saying things that are silly and sweet and moving and it 's all just going so quickly and lightly it 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 doesn't really bowl you over but it's kind of wonderful in how light and just pleasant and airy it is um the kind of moment that i think summarizes the whole movie is uh there's a A point where Marcel is, I believe, having a relatively serious conversation, I I think maybe on a phone call, about 60 minutes. Uh, And while the whole conversation is going on, he is standing on a key of a keyboard and there's a Word document behind him. And the letter (laughs) Z is just slowly being written over and over and over and over again. And to me, that is the kind of humor of this movie. It is like a sweet movie that makes you chuckle, but you chuckle in a way where it's like the lead character doesn't know that he is being funny. And it it feels like you are following around a kid, you know, into kid logic. In that way, it kind of reminded me of Where the Wild Things Are. Uh, it's a movie that flows with the logic that would make sense if a child were telling you a story. Um, in this case, Marcel is very much a child, whatever the actual chronology of the movie I, I don't even remember how old marcel is or if we learned that uh, but he he speaks breathlessly he tells you a story that goes like up down left right side to side without any pausing or inflection or anything yeah. um, he's really 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 funny whenever he's getting a little dig in at dean or insulting the dog or using kind of like more i i when i say adult language i don't mean cursing but using like a large vocabulary to insult someone and it's funny in that way it would be funny if you saw a precocious little kid say something witty all of a sudden right yeah um i love whenever marcel laughs in this movie there are a few moments where he's kind of like sharing an inside joke with dean and it just makes me uh it made me all warm and fuzzy and and that is what this movie is it's it's warm and fuzzy um Jenny Slate is obviously the vast majority of why the movie works, but I think Isabella Rossellini, as Connie, is also a really great addition. She got me good. Uh, you know, the the grandmother character, kind of the 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 older, slower, wiser shell dealing with Marcel running circles around her. And I thought that was a good way to kind of bridge the audience a bit more with the we are watching a little kid, and we are also feeling some of the pathos that, like a a person caring for that kid, would feel in that moment. Um, I I won't say where the movie goes, but it definitely got me pretty good a few times. I, I won't say like full teardrops ever fell down, but like Marcel, there were wisps of things, you know, that uh, <laughs> that may have come out of my eyes. Um, and then, if I can criticize the structure of it at all, I would say the ending of this movie at least the ending that the trailer would get you ready for in terms of the arc of the movie. It it just kind of fizzles away. You know, it is a, it's a wisp of an ending and that's fine because the whole movie is a wisp of a movie. And I think that is completely great. I have no real problem with it at all. It, if it had gone another 20 minutes, I think I would have been even happier. Um, but yeah, it was a lovely, charming movie. I was smiling, got a few little tears in me. Um, had some chuckles it, it was everything i wanted and i love the quiet volume of the movie i think that is special and worth celebrating
0: yeah I, I, th- I think there was sort of two things when this trailer first came out or when i first I've, I've only seen the trailer once i think and i just was immediately like yeah i'm definitely gonna stick that out because this feels like it hits all the right beats that i would enjoy as a nice uh, you know respite from the world um but i think that like you know it, there, there were two two aspects of it that I was sort of keying in on. One was like the cute nature of just the shell itself, like uh, this, this little dude that's a shell with the one eye sticking out of the hole and just has shoes and talks a lot. Uh, like that, that seemed like there was a lot of cute stuff that could happen there. And obviously, this film executed on that, uh, you know, pretty much perfectly. I mean, everything about like this film is very clever with the way it tries to plan out the day in the life of this, you know, shell that's an inch tall or whatever and just the challenges of being that small in a place, but also the idea of like having sort of been set free in this home that's only lived in from time to time. There's a lot mm-hmm. of fun Playing with the environment and you know, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit for you know obvious reasons Especially if you look at the poster of like Toy Story 1 um, mm-hmm. Where you just see what the toys do when the humans are not around um, I get a little bit of vibe um, From that uh, maybe even by the end I get even more of the vibes than I was expecting yeah. um, I'm not I'm not sure why I assumed that Marcel was more than just a literal shell <laughs> I was, For some reason I was I was not thinking in an inanimate object that is alive. I was thinking like a thing that lives in a shell that's just sort of anthropomorphized, it, it, right? It's <laughs> probably the shoes that, uh, that made you think it was more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. If it was just Marcel the shell and not Marcel the shell with shoes on, I would have been like, oh, I get it. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of learned later on that, um, you know, even things like a pretzel can be alive, which mm-hmm. is kind of a dark <laughs> turn if I, that, you think about it. That was my one...
1: My one plot note is uh, we might have to talk about the world that this has built and the um, (laughs) deep ethical (laughs) uh, concerns that it raises by the existence of pretzels and... um, frosted mini wheats or whatever that are also alive in the same world as the shells
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so, so that was a little bit strange kind of took me for a loop um, but I think one of the things that I was excited to get into is all these you know moments in the trailer and stuff where it was talking about community and what that means and stuff like that and, and this search that Marcel is going to go on so that he can find his family again or some community to belong to and if I'm honest my one criticism of the, criticism of the film is that it like it sort of doesn't it, it stays very surface level level it kind of has nothing to say around that area um at least that's kind of the way i felt for it you know all those conversations happen in these other interviews that are not just him and dean um and we don't actually see those interviews we see part of them taking place and then we see the aftermath of it but it seems like all of the actual statements about life and community and what it means and longing for having people that you can be a part of is kind of strangely absent for this movie. And it's like this film is incredibly cute and I love that. But I kind of was like I wanted more Swiss Army Man and I got mm-hmm. more I don't know, something the something that's cute but not doesn't have it, it, anything it, to say. It is
1: much more of a kid's movie uh yeah, yeah. than than I think the the existence of Jenny Slate and the trailer would have made me think. I I for do sure. think though like you know you talk about surface level and i think for an adult yes it it definitely is a bit surface level but i kind of i wonder in the trailer even they reveal that it has been two years since marcel has been with his family and the i hope it isn't too big a spoiler for the movie to say that maybe good things happen by the end (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i hope you would have assumed that going in um But anyway, if you look at the arc that Marcel goes on of being in isolation for two years and then suddenly being surrounded by everyone again and then feeling maybe a little bit of an ache or like not knowing exactly how to deal with that, that might be very interesting for kids who live through the last, you know two years where they suddenly spent a, a long amount of time with just a parent figure um and no one else suddenly getting reintroduced to community and kind of remembering what it felt like to be around people um i don't know if that was intentional on the part of the movie i'm not sure i know it premiered at telluride late last year so it had definitely been in production during COVID at least yeah um but I just wonder if that is part of the lesson that they're trying to like teach—is like it's okay to feel good and bad at the same time about this. And isn't it? I—I uh, I don't know. There, there was something there that I found kind of touching of maybe a way of like communicating to kids this complicated thing that they might be feeling.
0: Yeah, I, I guess just part of me thinks that like it's—it's it's too over kids' heads and too under adults' heads, right? Like it's mm-hmm. in that weird torso spot. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Marcel is pretty much all torso so. <laughs> But
2: yeah Or I, all head All head yeah. where the torso
0: should be Yeah uh, But yeah I think I think I, th- I mean all, all in all I, I very much enjoyed this film And I, I just I was just prepared To be Blown away potentially And I think that what I got Was just a very cute film That is incredibly clever And has A lot of interesting Visual gags and concepts To play with In this environment mm. Um and like I, even the, I, I guess that set, set design, we'll call it, like I, I really, yeah. really like the environments that are built by the shells. But yeah, it's just, it's so, so Marcel is a part of a community of shells, right? There's Marcel, mm-hmm. the shell with shoes on, and then a bunch of other shells with various accoutrement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, some event two years ago separated them, right? um but honestly this like what's weird to me is like when when we learn later on that like anything that's technically inanimate can be sentient thing i wonder why there weren't other communities in the home that that marcel could have formed a relation i mean you know there were the bugs right. and stuff like that yeah but like it it just there there's some I don't know. I think my brain broke when I found out all the other things could be alive, too. Yeah, the
1: the pretzel really, uh, really did a number on me. I I think the movie, so this is not Toy Story in that I don't think it is saying all shells can talk, right? It's saying Marcel can talk and some other shells can also talk and also a couple pretzels can talk, And it it just needs to be received on that level. Because otherwise, Marcel eating popcorn, (laughs) I don't know how I feel about any of that.
0: (laughs) Well, that's even when when you first start (laughs) seeing. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Marcel doesn't have a community because (laughs) Marcel ate them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like even even I don't I don't know like I I made that silly assumption that all the things were living in Like they they were in my head They were sort of like hermit crabs where they Mm -hmm. they found shells and they made that their outer casing Even like when you first start to see some of the other things later in the film um, there is a peanut uh, Like the shell of a peanut and I was like, oh, that's funny Like some like some silly uncle couldn't get a real shell. So he lives inside of a peanut shell And I was like, oh, no, it's literally the peanut (laughs) (laughs) that's the peanut is the entire thing and that's what's going on there (laughs) yeah
1: well which is why i mean if they were just living inside the shell i feel like there are visual references here of shells getting hurt and having a chip taken out of the shell that wouldn't make sense if it were just a creature inside the shell so i feel like the movie pretty early on made it to me believe that they are these shells themselves not just a little creature in them yeah yeah I just, but the movie also doesn't know. I mean, it, it is interesting because the movie at once has really, really, really light world building in the questions of what is animate and what isn't animate. We don't care, right? It, it is not yeah. going to address them at all. But then, in the way that it plays out, how would a tiny little shell get up to a high place on the wall? How would a tiny little shell make fruit fall from the tree? Like it, it thinks through all of that so deeply. I, I think it's a really funny combination of. Very high level world building and no world building at all, depending on just what register you're thinking in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and all that is like that. That's really where this film shines. It's just watching it play in the environment, what it can do with you know tissue paper or a little compact. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, all all that stuff is really clever and really really fun and and you know, cute as hell. There there are times when. Um, People were chuckling. Oh, yeah, that, that's one of the things I was going to ask you is how many kids were in your screening? Because you also saw a brunch screening, but you saw it the day before I did, I think.
1: Yeah, there, there were a few kids uh, that there, there was definitely a kid who early on was talking loudly and the mom had to keep shushing him like Marcel did. Because <laughs> <laughs> this movie is not made for kids talking during it. It, it is just way too quiet. But yeah. it was still, you know, Alamo's Alamo. Like it was still probably 90 percent adults and maybe 20 or 10 percent kids.
0: Yeah, I, I when I when I was first coming to the theater, it was like I you know I got there, sat down, just taking care of my stuff, um, and I started to see like a number of kids walk in. I'm like, did I misjudge <laughs> what I'm hmm. sitting down to watch? This seems this seems kind of strange. But then I also saw like like a you know like a middle aged woman and her older mother like come and sit down and watch it together, and I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. maybe 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 I'm on their page. Like I get this. <laughs> And yeah, I I was just very curious what I was about to get into, Um, because obviously the tone of it is kitty-like, but like Mm -hmm. it just from the trailer for some reason it felt like it was going to be like playing in that zone, but being more adult commentary on on that sort of stuff, and.
1: Right and it I think it dabbles in that a little bit it just doesn't commit to it. Like there is definitely a version of this movie that is a meta commentary about YouTube and the fact that Marcel became a viral internet sensation. I don't know how viral it actually was, but in the universe of the movie at least it was a big thing and it's about like whether people are going to be selfish or selfless, whether they're going to care about someone else or just use them for entertainment value like that is all there, but it is so like lightly sprinkled on top of the movie. It definitely isn't the backbone of the movie for an adult who's watching it. The backbone of it is this is really cute. This is funny. How long are they going to keep this gag going?
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I I teased it earlier, but how did you feel about the fact that like the interview, like it's in the trailer. You see Marcel being interviewed by mm-hmm. Leslie Stahl. How did you feel about us not getting to see that whole interview and just seeing people referencing that interview afterwards?
1: Yeah, so I didn't mind that. If I have a criticism, it's that the trailer sets us up for a movie where the series of YouTube videos and the interview build to a groundswell of kind of public support trying to help Marcel on his quest. And none of that is really how the movie plays, right? Like, the interview just becomes a... I I actually think they handle it pretty well in terms of how they use the interview in the structure of the movie uh, much later than I thought they would, especially when we are actually about to watch it for real. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I I, I didn't mind it. I think there's only so long you can watch a regular human being um, like (laughs) Leslie Stahl... (laughs) like smirk and interact with a little shell before. I, I don't know. I, I feel like they did the right amount of that and, and watching it for too long, probably it would have lost its luster a bit.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true.
1: I just, <laughs> I just wanted more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wanted the movie to go longer. Like what I would like, cause the thing I said about two years and if this is a, parable about covid which i have no idea probably they've been trying to get this movie made for so long i imagine they had the whole plot figured out before any of this um but if it were a parable about covid i would want it to give us an extra 20 minutes at the end after the happy ending to let us kind of simmer in marcel's new life and the positive and negative feelings that he has i think that would be that would have been nice but You know, I'm a sucker for a movie that has a cover of a song at the end and Marcel's cover of um, peaceful, easy feeling. It got me that that really made me uh, get a little bit misty. So, you know, they went out on a high note.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I mean, it's no remember me, but (laughs) right. (laughs) Oh, any last last thoughts about this movie, Stephen?
1: I don't think so. I I don't mean to damn it with faint praise because I think it was completely lovely. I just think it is a movie that is so much about the the feeling and the little details of the world that they've constructed for Marcel. And frankly, uh, Jenny Slate's just amazingly good, cute slash comic voice and timing and intonation and how Marcel tells stories. Yeah. I think that's what the movie is. And hearing me talk about it is not going to help at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it feels like if we could consume it in the way the fictional world was consuming it, then like, you know, a video or two a week of whatever Marcel's doing now, like that would be like the perfect format for this as a whole. Um, Right. Because it's fun, but it's almost like it's, it's loosely put together of like, what would a dude be asking a shell if he got an Airbnb? And there was a little shell there. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, it, it, it definitely works for what it's doing, um, but it 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 definitely feels like like it's missing something. I think
1: one interesting dynamic of the shorts, at least, and the movie too, to a degree, is part of the charm of Marcel talking with Dean. Is Dean is like bemused by Marcel, right? Marcel will be telling Dean stories, and he's like suddenly laughing or trying to stifle his laugh. Yeah. And the vibe of that is that of an actress, Jenny Slate, cracking up her director slash co-star, right? Like, them improvising and them having, like, a real human moment. But then the reality of this animation style makes me think that can't possibly be how some of that is really happening. Like, they had to come up with the set pieces ahead of time and figure out how they're going to do it. Unless they just, like recorded Marcel and Dean riffing just audio and it's then like, they constructed a visual world around it
0: it's Don Hertzfeld style or it's just like I have this recording exactly now yeah, I need 100%. to animate something around it <laughs>
1: Yeah, if, if this movie feels kind of like a world of tomorrow, like that's actually a really great comparison to it. I kind of want to believe that that's what it is and forget that it is an adult comedian woman who is coming up with the material and think yeah. instead that it is a tiny little baby shell yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is doing it.
0: <laughs> oh, well, good time, Stephen. What do you say we get to our verdicts for this episode? Sure. Sure. All right, if you're going to give say a must-see, reckon with a caveat, wait for until pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it?
1: Uh, this is where I'm going to go against the spirit of the rating system, and even though I had caveats, give it a must-see. I think for what the movie is trying to do, which is be an incredibly endearing, sweet, charming movie that is good for kids and will make adults feel things, I think the movie does a great job. I'm a big, you know, Mumblecore fan, so the idea of a quiet movie, like something that, like, lowers the volume and the tempo, unless you just kind of, like, sit and enjoy something delicate, I really like that. And I think it is pretty remarkable that they managed to make a movie for the whole runtime that feels that delicate and soft, and I think that is really cool. So, to me, this is a must-see. There are bigger, bolder, more Pixar-y things they could have done with it. I don't know if those would have been better movies or not, but I really like the kind of movie that we got here.
0: Yeah, for me, I'm gonna leave it at a recommend with a caveat. Um, to me, the caveats are they're they're not they're not they're not big, they're not huge. They're more of a like I definitely wouldn't push people to go see this film, and if you didn't catch it until it was available as a rental you are you're gonna get the same out of it, except for maybe the crowd around you vibing the mm-hmm. same way that you are. Um like, you know, it might not be as cute when you're just alone in your <laughs> apartment watching it on the TV. Oh uh, yeah. but but like t- to to hear a bunch of people giggling and that like silly, this is cute, we're having fun with it way is 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 a good thing to experience. But it's also like, you know, if if there was only one thing you could see this month, I probably wouldn't push you to go see this one.
1: <laughs> I think that's fair. I'm trying to think if there is something else this month. Uh, Top Gun was last month. So far, so far, Marcel. If you can only see Marcel or Elvis, I think you should <laughs> see Marcel.
0: <laughs> that's true. It was weird, though, when, uh you know, Tom Hanks busted in the room. <laughs> He's like, well, Marcel, I want to promote you. Yeah, so
1: Tom Hanks actually voiced Connie for the whole movie, and then they saw how poorly he was being received in Elvis, and they decided to suddenly have Isabella Rossellini do it instead. That would actually be pretty funny. To- <laughs> <laughs> can you kind of picture a shell
0: with his voice from Elvis? I can, I can kind of see I, that. I mean, he was basically the same shape in Elvis that he was, <laughs> that her <our laughs> character was. <laughs> All right. On that note, (laughs) that's going to be the end of our review of Marcel, the show with shoes on. Stephen Miller, people want to find you throughout the week. Where can they do that?
1: Uh, People can find me at twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or
0: sdavidmiller.com. People can find me at Life, com or Twitter.com slash You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so in Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning, Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning, or Instagram.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode... Will come um, from a track selected from artlist.io. So, hopefully, you're enjoying that. Um, yeah, that's it for this week. We will be back next week uh, with the review of Thor Love and Thunder. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Can't
1: wait. Bye. I had to book my ticket for that.
2: <laughs> Bye. Take me back to the
1: garden.